Our community continues to work through and adjust our way of lives due to the COVID-19 pandemic. One person working hard to not only stabilize and improve our tourism, but also providing assistance to the hospitality industry, Executive Director of the Coville Putnam County Visitors Bureau, Molly Brown. Good morning, Molly. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. I've enjoyed talking with you since you've been back with us. So you're back home, kind of. Yes, I've Um, actually been back almost four years. Uh, This month, actually, I've been back. You've been back four years, but you you and I have never really been able to interact and work together, and it's like... I'm, I've been excited. You've taught me a lot in the in the few months I've got to talk with you. And one of the reasons I wanted you have have you on is because you have taught me a lot. So if you're teaching me a lot and informing me of stuff, then you're going to be able to inform the public. So welcome and thank you for being here. Thank you. And I do want to talk a little bit later about your career and how, how you got back and all that stuff. Okay. And you growing up in Fentress County and yes. all the good stuff because I have good friends from Fentress County. So, But first, so I, I want our listeners to really know – yeah, that's a long title uh, for for what I just gave. Executive Director for the Coolville Putnam County Visitors Bureau. I what is the Visitors Bureau? So the Visitors Bureau is the, and this is going to be a long title too, but we we always say DMO, but the Destination Marketing Organization. Okay. So we are the official Destination Marketing Organization for Putnam County. Um, and what that means is we work daily through marketing and through event recruitment to inspire travel to Putnam County. So uh, we always say heads and beds and making the cash registers ring. So we want people to come here and spend their money, have a great time, go home and tell their friends to come back and do that too. Um, and the goal is to provide a tax relief for our local residents. So it really um, is the purest form of economic development, we always say. Um, because people are coming here, leaving their money, and going back home. And uh, we definitely create a quality of life through tourism in Putnam County. And so I'm glad you brought up that tax relief. It may be in a county commissioner for six years and uh, chairman of the budget committee for, I guess, five of those. We, we're always looking for a way to provide funding for our services in the county. Mm-hmm. And taxes is the number one thing we go to. And, and property tax is the only thing we can control completely as a, as a legislative body. Your tax relief form is pretty much coming through hotel, motel tax, and sales tax. Yes. And how is that relief, someone may ask, and of course I want your input as well, but you know, my take on that is the hotel, motel tax is a transient tax. Uh, and transient mm-hmm. tax means people that are paying that tax more than likely don't live in the county. Right. Uh, unless your spouse kicked you out and you needed somewhere to stay for the night, but more than likely 99% of the people that are staying in our yes. hotels are not residents or taxpayers in Putnam County. So the more people that are staying at our hotels and the more people that are shopping and spending sale, and of course, hotels charge not only hotel motel tax because it's a private act with the state and sales tax. Mm-hmm. So we're getting two forms of revenue through that part of tourism. And that's why you're so important because you're helping those hotels and motels and those tour- tourist spots in this county and city to be better efficient, to be uh, more visible, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. To draw in the people to come to our county. So what what better way to provide a tax relief to our citizens than to have those opportunities and services for our tourists? Right. And we just received numbers and did an announcement last week with Governor Lee and Commissioner Mark Azale. And um, we learned the economic impact numbers most recently for 2019. And so for Putnam County, every household in Putnam County 
saves almost $400 per year in, in taxes because visitors are coming here and spending their money. Wow. It's actually $377.97. I'm trying good. to memorize that yeah. uh, a week later. Um, but really great to show the value of tourism in Putnam County. And that's and so let's put $377 in perspective. I mean, that could be a car payment. Yeah. You know, that could be part of your property taxes. That could be whatever you're getting. The citizens of this county is getting savings from the work you all do and the mm-hmm. businesses that have decided to locate here. And, of course, we've got a new hotel that's mm-hmm. being built out yes. by exit 286 on Willow Avenue. Is that a, what kind of hotel is that? The Holiday Inn. Holiday Inn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the first of its kind for Putnam County. Yeah. So, well, and what makes it the first of its kind? Let's just go ahead and talk uh, about the that. The design of it is all concrete, and then it will be full service. So they're going to have rooftop access as well. Um, so that'll make a new amenity that we haven't had before. So my wife and I were driving by the other day, and it's one of the, one of the many days we've had a pretty sunset. So we're looking back to the west. We're driving on Willow and looking at the hotel, and she's asking me, when's it going to be done? I don't have a clue. I don't didn't ask. And she said, I thought you knew things. And I said, well, apparently not. But anyway, <laughs> so um, we're looking back to the west. The sun's set. So I thought, you know what? I wonder if they designed the hotel and the rooftop part, because I knew it was having a rooftop part to watch the sunset. I hope so. And so that would be something I would have thought about. But yeah, it's uh, that's something coming. So you've told us in general, and we're going to talk more about what the Visitors Bureau does, because that's why you're here. But you are the executive director. So yes. what is your role? Trying to manage it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right now, I'm a team of one. Um, so all of the website management, the social media management, the advertising, marketing, um, working with local stakeholders, um, all of those things are, are part of what I'm doing right now. Um, we also apply for grants. Um, we work to recruit events. I have um, a meeting this week, and hopefully we'll bring a really great event for our whole region uh, next year. Um, so just a lot of uh, meetings and a lot of planning and a lot of marketing. You're a team of one? Currently, yes. We, um, we've uh, had as many as um, three with the Visitors Bureau before. Um, and when I was promoted to this role in January, um, we had COVID and well, first we had tornado and then mm-hmm, COVID. And mm-hmm. so that's really affected, uh, just the, the layout of the land. Um, so, uh, we're now going to be hiring hopefully soon someone to help with the, uh, marketing and sales side of things to help balance some of that workload. So, um, you're doing pretty much everything on your own, but you are part of the, the chamber, but so you have access to the people there to help you some or they somewhat. Yes. Um, we do have some people who, who kind of serve all departments and, um, you know, we, we operate pretty independently as programs of work. Um, but because we are all under the same umbrella organization, we're able to partner and, um, for example, David Darnell and I are working this week um, with Monterey for a rural reimagine to help them to see themselves as a tourism destination, partnering with Tennessee Tech on that um, to help them to kind of create some branding and do some exciting things there. That's so, great. so, you know, and then we're, of course, today we've got the golf tournament coming up for the chamber. And so we'll be over there helping serve lunch and and doing some of that that kind of stuff of course socially distanced right <laughs> but and i'm participating yeah. in that oh so just awesome watch out when i'm swinging I don't want to hit anybody <laughs> um so and, and it's the of course everything you're doing is it doesn't come free there there's money to do these things there's money to advertise there's money to, mm-hmm. to make contacts and, and work with people how is the part of what you do the visitors bureau funded 
So we are funded by those visitors. So the visitors that come here um, are who fund the Visitors Bureau. So we basically are taking money that they're spending and reinvesting it back into inviting them to come back. So there's a total of 10% lodging tax in in Putnam County to include Putnam County and the city of Cookville. Um, So there's 7% that that Putnam County has for collecting lodging tax. And then there's 3% that was added recently um, that's not yet allocated for the city of Cookville. Um, so we are uh, funded by one and a third of that seven percent from the county, okay. and that is maxed at three hundred thousand. Um, so and it's either or. Yes. So if some reason tourism goes down, you don't get the three hundred thousand. You're getting a third, whatever it is. But yeah, mm-hmm. so it's a, okay. Yes, and then each year we have um, a year by year that's set aside um, for sports marketing as well. Okay. So, um, so that's where we're at with that. So we utilize that to recruit events and to market to sports or event organizers and to do bid fees and things like that. How I'm going to ask you, how do you, how do you manage with, I mean, to me, $300,000 is kind of small. So how do you manage to do, and I know you'd not complain and I've never heard you complain (laughs) and I'm not complaining for you, but how in the world do you do everything you do on that $300,000. Well, we have to be very creative. Um, So we're currently ranking 16th out of the 95 counties in Tennessee um, for visitors coming here and spending money. Um, But our budget in comparison with others who are in that top 20 is very different. Um, Some of them have multi-million dollar budgets. So we have to be very creative. And so that 300,000 actually is for everything. That's for salaries. That's for space um, and, you know, space rental. Um, admin, um, all the all of our insurance and benefits and all those things go in there too. Um, so when we get down to what we actually have to market with, we have to be very creative. So everything we're doing now is trying to be in a digital space, things that are measurable um, so that we can know that we're being good stewards of the money and doing the most that we can with what we have. Well, I appreciate you being efficient <laughs> with what you have because I I would probably pull my hair out trying to figure it out. But that's it, and it's you can see the results uh, and really could see the results before COVID hit. Mm-hmm. But you can see still see the results about all the work you all do and what the chamber does. And I'm glad you mentioned Monterey mm-hmm. because it's more than just a county Cookville thing. Yes, it's Baxter, Monterey, all good. It's every community Silver y'all can Point, so, Buffalo yeah, Valley. Exactly. I was Everybody. about to say every community you can affect or have an impact on. So we have three more segments, and I'm I'm just we got so much to talk about. <laughs> uh, but I'm with Molly Brown. She is from the Visitors Bureau, the Cook, the Cookville Putnam County Visitors Bureau. She is the executive director and actually a team of one right now. So uh, she's visiting with me. We're going to learn more about some news that's that's uh, going to be announced or uh, has been announced, I should say. And so what other things, relationships with the county and the city, um, how the chamber is an impact. We're going to learn all about that when we come back on trending. This has been Rogers. We'll be back in just a minute. Welcome back to Trending. This has been Rogers. I am visiting with Molly Brown. She is with the Coolville Putnam County Visitors Bureau, and she is the executive director. We just spoke, Molly, about your funding that you get and $300,000 from the county, and that's based on the, the revenue coming in from taxes for our tourists that come through the county, the sales tax or the, the hotel motel tax, one and a third percent, I believe is what you said, mm-hmm. out of the 7%. And let's talk about the 7% right quick. It was, I believe, 5%. And so about four years ago in the previous commission, which I was on, we submitted a private act to the legislature. Mm-hmm. And, and Senator Bailey and Representative Ryan Williams took that to the legislature, introduced it, and got it approved at the legislature as a private act. Comes back to the commission. We approve it again, two-thirds vote. And, we, you know, there was some discussion uh, mm-hmm. amongst the commission that said, you know, that's kind of high. 
Well, my argument was, well, you're not paying it, you know, and, mm-hmm. and we want people to come here. But I promise you, there's never been one time in my adult life that I've called a, a county or city where I wanted to spend the night and said, what is your hotel motel tax? Right. And so once we put that out there, that it wasn't that big of a concern in our eyes, and we have opportunity to help provide more services for our people. And as you said, give tax relief to our citizens. We increased to 7%. So that's how that happened. Yes. That funding covers your budget. And that's something you're working within. One of the things that you have to spend money on is, is events that you host or mm-hmm. you're in charge of. What kind of events uh, does the Visitors Bureau put on, put on for the county and city? So I think the one that people probably know the most about is the one that really was the catalyst to teach us that we could host events and that we did have a hospitality factor here. Um, and that's the Blue Cross Bowl. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's one of them. It's a very unique event. It's very special for our community because everybody kind of comes together. Sure. Um, the Visitors Bureau is who leads that. And we have to uh, put together a bid proposal to TSSAA for that and be selected and have a contract with them. So that event, uh, we actually fund that separately. It's a whole different account of its own. And it costs $253,000 just for the bid fee to bring that event here. Wow. Um, not to mention all of the costs in uh, putting it on and, and hosting it. So um, that's a, a lot of staff time and a lot of uh, work with Tennessee Tech and their team and, and athletics and, of course, our mayors and our city and county police. Every, everybody in the community is pretty right. much involved in that. So that one's very special. Um, hog rallies have been something that's also been an event that we've brought here and consecutive years um, hosted those and uh, created some really great economic impact for our community. Um, the average hog rider spends about $300 a day when they travel. So we know they were coming here and leaving money. Um, so that's an event we hope to bid on and bring it back eventually. It'll, it's going to be in Kentucky next year because um, the one this year got pushed back because okay. of uh, the current state of the world. But right. um, uh, others, you know, the, we had a, an international event um, with the caving convention that came here a couple of years ago. Sure. So we worked with them for probably two years before they actually got here. Wow. Um, people don't realize what happens on the back end before all of these events come to town. Right. Um, the Pan American Kayak Bass Championship, um, working with that event and bringing it here. Uh, we worked with Jackson Kayak in, in White County and um, partnered with Eric Jackson and brought that event here. And that there was a cost for that as well. Right. So that's where some of those sports marketing dollars that is allocated separately on a year by year helps to bring anything with a competition factor. Um, we try to utilize those funds for that. So when you have these events, you know, there is cost factors. You mentioned mm-hmm. two costs there. The hope is you bring enough people here to offset that cost. Right. Otherwise, you're not going to. Because our goal is to generate not just the lodging tax that helps to fund us, and it also funds Parks and Rec for Putnam County as well as the general fund, yep. um, but also overall sales tax. Um, so that's that's where that's at. And then we also use those funds to support events that are already happening that may already be coming. Um, and and we just help to coordinate those or to connect them with the right people. Um, the Model T Ford Club of America came and brought their national convention here. Um, Cummins Falls Marathon is another. We work with, with them and help uh, to provide their welcome bags and some of the um, collateral welcome information, visitors' guides and things like that for those groups coming in. And then CrossFit events. Of course, that's our number one international travelers um, right. event or right. a niche area of tourism for us is CrossFit. And so 
um, we, we have people here on vacations on a regular basis. And so, um, when, whenever, um, the CrossFit Mayhem team or Mayhem for Mustard Seed, a lot of those events that they host, we partner with them as well. Um, so, so and I want to talk about a couple of those, if you don't mind, mm-hmm. the, the, the bass kayaking tournament, mm-hmm. what, so what lake river is that held at? Is it the Caney? So we hosted that on Center Hill Lake. Center Hill Lake okay. Um, so we worked with uh, USA Bass and, um, some of the bigger, um, groups, to bring that event here and they preferred and were very excited about the the fishing on center hill lake so what goes so when you see you know of this event mm-hmm. and you're like okay we got a lake here mm-hmm. it's prominent for bass yes uh what what goes into your thought process or the work to put together a bid proposal to get them here i know that's work but yes. you you gathered i'm sure you gather together people that are experts with bass fishing mm-hmm. uh what else i mean what else are you doing to, to put together a package for that proposal so we we worked initially we got with army corps of engineer because we knew they were interested in center hill lake um, and then we also worked with TWRA, making sure they were aware. We looked at scheduling at times that the lake wouldn't be too overcrowded. Um, our lakes, because they're Army Corps of Engineer lakes, and this is something else you have to know when you're recruiting, especially fishing tournaments. You have to know the size of your ramps. You have to know the parking. Um, kayak fishing is ideal for us because our ramps are smaller. Right. So we can we can get people in and out easily. Um, so just partnering with them and learning what their needs were. Um, that was really, you know, the, the process of it more than anything else was just knowing what they needed. But that's a lot of communication. Yes. A lot of transparency with those involved. And then you get the proposal together and you send it in and you just wait. Yes. And so it's like the blue crossbow, um, TWSWA awards that mm-hmm. pr- pr- proposal. So you're all working together and they actually come, they have, they, do they come every year or since they've already been here and they know what we have to offer? Do they just look at the proposal and say, okay, we're going to give you a five year? So their, t- their contracts are typically four years and okay. um, they have done extensions for us in the past of just two years, um, just depending upon what's going on in other areas of, of their organization. Um, they will determine whether or not that they're going to open it up for bid. So that's kind of how they work. And then you just, they give, they send you a, an RFP. And so they have some minimum requirements that sure. are in there. So right. the bid, the amount of the bid fee, um, number of room nights that they need for their staff, for their officials, all those things are included in that. Um, the ambassador program that we implemented is now a standard that's in theirs. Um, so those hospitality factors that we've added in, that the police escort for the, the players, all those things are now part of their requirements. Which is come from here. It yes. come from us. Yeah. Yes. And the ambassador, pro, I've been a part of that for, I don't know, I've probably three or four years. And that was fun for, for me to be with counterparts and mm-hmm. other people to go to a semifinal game and go travel somewhere and, and hang out and get to know the teams and the coaches yes. and the parents. The relationships definitely yeah. are built there. And it's fun. It's, it's you know, it's Thanksgiving weekend, so it's that Friday night of Thanksgiving, but my wife's patient with me and she said, mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead and do it. Um, but that was huge. I mean, that was something that yes. was like a, it was a revelation for us to come up with that and TWSWA's just bought into it and it's volunteers. Yes. It's all volunteers. So we will, we're, we're planning on hosting again this year um right now it'll be socially distanced we've got you know we're working through the logistics of all of that um so as as these games continue to play on and we hope that they make it to the first weekend of december we're still planning to host and we'll still need volunteers um it it's going to look different this year um but it's it's definitely something we still want to do and the volunteers that we have are incredible so what's before we leave this subject how if someone wants to volunteer for the blue cross bowl what do they need to do um, we actually have a volunteer sign up on our website, okay. on the um, Cookville Champions website. Um, also, you can go to roadtocookville.com. 
Um, and then if you have any trouble with that, you can always email us at info at visitcookvilletn.com. So there you go. If you're listening, you want to be part of the Blue Cross Bowl this year and be a volunteer, there's all kinds of things that volunteers do. I mean, ticket sales, programs, they can be ambassadors, cleaning, I mean, everything, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all over the place. So um, if you want to know, just call the Chamber and call the Visitors Bureau, go on, get on the website. Mm-hmm. Let's shift gears just a tad because I've, I've got a question personally for you. The logo. Mm-hmm. All right. So why the bear? So a lot of people think that we did the bear because uh, we want to be like the Smokies or, um, you know, that we want people to come here and see bears, which obviously we have bears here. We do. <laughs> um, yes. So we actually had a bear print in our backyard a couple weeks ago. Really? So we know there are okay. bears here. <laughs> did, you, did you go out and like socialize with the bear? No, but I, I mean, I would totally watch one. I okay. Think but you just had a bear print. So yes, you didn't just stay a, up that night to try to watch. And, okay. Okay. No, we, we probably should put some cameras up yes. just to see if we can catch it. Yeah, them. I'd like to see if a bear is in my property. So Yes. So, um, but no, we know that people um, see bear when they come here. Mm-hmm. But our goal is for them to be the bear. The bear okay. represents an adventurous traveler. I like it. And so uh, we, a few years ago, I guess it was five years ago now, we decided we needed to look at our branding, look at all of our marketing material. How are we packaging our assets, um, the things that people are coming here to visit for? Um, And so we did an inventory of all those things, and uh, we got some mock-ups of some possible new logos, new website looks, and all of that. And the very last one was this bear logo. And he he presented it last, and he said, you know, this is just an add-on last minute. We had some people here interviewing for a graphic design position, and they had been Googling about our area, and it was whenever there had been a bear go right down right through downtown Monterey. Sure. <laughs> and so they said, well, what's the deal with all the bears? And he jokingly said, well, even the bears vacation here. And so go. that was like that light bulb moment, and they threw in that logo, and I was like, that's the one we need to go with. Right. But we have such a variety. We can we can utilize that logo. We have a caving bear. We have a, a bear on a motorcycle, a bear riding a bicycle with a canoe on its back. We have a beer bear for all the craft brewing uh, that happens in this area now. Mm. Um, so we can really evolve that. And anybody who looks at that logo knows that we're a destination for outdoors. I like it because we got all the parks around here and everything. So good deal. That's great information. Two more segments. We'll come back. This is Trending and Ben Rogers. I'm with Molly Brown. She's been wonderful. Um, I'm not going to want you to leave, but I know we only got so much time. But thank you for the information so far. We'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back to Trending. This is Ben Rogers. I continue with Molly Brown and learning a whole lot about the Visitors Bureau. She is the executive director there. We were talking about the logo, and, and there is a bear in the logo, and you told us about that. But there's also Cookville in the logo. And, I, and I, I'm curious because I'm from Baxter and I'm a county commissioner, but why Cookville? So if you are traveling, um, do you go to Davidson County or yes. do you go to Hamilton County? I've been do to 95 know? counties. Yep. Well, you are different because yep. you're a local, yep. but a visitor doesn't know a county name. Sure. So if they're looking, our markets for mar- for um, who our potential visitors are have ex- really expanded. So we're marketing right. in Chicago and Indianapolis, Dallas, because of the direct flights into Nashville, um, Atlanta. Um, you know, we have these drive and fly markets and when they look at a map, they may not see Baxter on it right. or they may not see, you know, Monterey right. or um, all good. So we want to get them here. So our goal is what are they going to see on the map? So Cookville is the county seat and they say, oh, that's right between Nashville and Knoxville, mm-hmm. just north of Chattanooga. So that's our hook. Um, so we use that to get them here. So then our goal from there is to have them stay in Putnam County. 
Um, that can be in Cookville, that can be in, in Monterey, that can be wherever in Putnam County. And then we actually market kind of a hub and spoke approach. So they stay here, but then they day trip throughout the region. Um, one of the things that uh, we, you know, I personally feel like this as well as just our organization um, as the, the hub of the Upper Cumberland, you know, our Putnam County is the largest. And so I feel like we need to be showcasing the whole region sure. and tourists do not know county borders. And so, you know, we don't have it all in Putnam County. We have a lot of great things, but you know, for the, for somebody to fly into Nashville and drive to Cookville and be able to see, drive up to, to Jamestown and see Alvin, New York, or to Pall Mall, see mm-hmm. Alvin, New York State Historic Park. I mean, that's one of the world's great heroes. Right. Um, we have that in this region. Um, you know, to go to, down to Sparta and see Lost Creek Falls or go to Cumberland County and see Ozone, those were filmed in the Jungle Book, those, those waterfalls. Um, same thing for Fall Creek Falls. So we market day trips throughout that area as well. So the logo is part of the marketing to visitors. Mm-hmm. And that logo, actually, the logo as well as the website and the branding campaign that we did has won five international marketing awards. And a lot of people don't realize that. Did not know that. And the visitor guide is utilized with Southeast Tourism Society now as one of the how-to in their um, how to make a brochure for tourism. They use our logo and our our visitor guide. Wow. So part of the marketing is a logo. It's won awards. Now the question I have is, who are you trying to market to? Um, we really have started looking at who is looking at our website. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Um, of course, that's low-hanging fruit. So if somebody's already looking, then we know we need to be marketing in those areas. Right. Um, so nationally, we're looking at those markets I mentioned earlier, Dallas, um, Birmingham, Atlanta, uh, Chicago, Indianapolis, Cincinnati, Cincinnati. You know, those day trip markets right. um, or, the, or those uh, drive markets sure. and, and fly markets. We actually, when, when uh, B&A started doing international flights that were direct from London, we started doing some digital marketing there as well because international travelers are huge for us as right. well. People don't realize how many internationals come here. Um, but when people invest in an international trip, they're much more dedicated to it. So they're going to spend more money and they're going to stay longer. So if you were to fly to Ireland, you're probably going to be like, well, that's a bucket list trip. So I'm just going to spend whatever right. and stay, you know. Yeah. So that's kind of how we're looking at those visitors when they come here. And and there's a lot of that that's happening here now that people don't realize. That's good. And of course, you're rubbing salt in the wound. We had to cancel our Scotland trip in October. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's I right. didn't even that, know. That's okay. Uh, had a 10 day, I turned 40 this year and to celebrate, we we're going to go to Scotland and and uh, England and play golf and, and just do things that, you know, I got heritage there and just like you said do whatever yeah and you know spend whatever you need to spend to make it a great trip and of course we're pushing it back here because of covid and we're going to get in that in just a second I really want a dollar for every time somebody has said or even a dime yeah or maybe even a penny for how many times people have said because of covid yeah yeah we, we should have copyrighted that <laughs> i know um but yeah so we canceled that but that's man y'all are reaching out even internationally yes and that's we great. we also can target um not just geographically where we're looking but the the type of people you know, age-wise, uh, male or female, if they're, what their interests are. You know, we have so many people coming here for a fitcation, so we can target people based on whether they like yoga, whether they like CrossFit, whether they like whatever. Um, and then, of course, outdoor travelers as well, people who like motorcycling, people who love food. Um, food travel is a big thing for us. Um, so um, I have a probably a million-dollar question for you. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, we have a great website, and people are visiting all across the country and the world, but how do they know to visit the website? How What, what, are, what are y'all able to do, it's other than the, the events mm-hmm. that we have? Is there something else y'all are doing to, to get them there? Are you oh, advertising absolutely. on websites? and or how, how does that work? Yes, we have uh, social media buys that we do through digital campaigns, and that's a huge uh, amount of that that we do because we can measure that. We sure. can see how many people are actually going to the website because of that. 
Um, so social media and being able to do those buys on that is a huge thing. Um, we do very little print advertising anymore because it's difficult to measure. Right. Um, but we have, uh, in the recent years, we've started partnering with Visit Music City, which is the Nashville uh, Visitors Corporation, um, in order to be able to capitalize on the fact that we're so close to Nashville. Right. So we know if somebody's ordering a visitor guide from Nashville, they're coming here mm-hmm. pretty likely. Right. And so that's a narrowed audience. So if they see us in there, they can say, oh, well, I could just stay just this close, you know, and it'd be a lot more affordable. Or I could day trip over here to this outdoor destination. Um, so that's one of the print things that we do. Okay. Wow. That's good information. Mm-hmm. Let's get to um, our least favorite topic. Oh, gosh. COVID-19. <laughs> and the impact. We've, we've, and I've talked about this. And I don't know how much you get to listen. But I, I've talked about this to about almost everyone that's on here for the last six months. Because it's such, it has such an impact on our community. But from your standpoint, and you have the knowledge, and you do the research, what kind of impact is it having on our community in Putnam County? So it has definitely impacted Putnam County. Um, you know, we went from... We, we've been even more unique because we went from tornado recovery. We started dealing with COVID in the midst of a tornado recovery. And so I had put together a marketing campaign um, to show, like, we're still here. We're still open um, following the tornado. And the week we were going to launch it, it was when everything started closing. Right. So we had to scrap that and start all over. And we went from trying to put together marketing to becoming a resource and trying to gather as much information possible or as much information as possible for our hospitality partners and how can we help people keep their doors open because COVID has affected the travel industry more than any other industry. Um, And so we've really um, just been in, in a mode of how can we be a resource and um, constantly monitoring and reaching out to hotels and lodging partners and attractions of, you know, are you open? How are, how is business? Um, So in April we were down in revenues more than 60%. Right. Um, so the most recent numbers that we have for July show that we're still down, but only about 20%. So because we're a rural destination, um, people see us as more of a safe place, uh, that they can visit because of all the outside activities that they can do. So we hope to be more resilient than these larger metro areas. And honestly, we can kind of, um, take advantage of a new market that, we didn't have before. We've stopped doing advertising in our uh, fly markets because a lot of people are not flying now. Um, we're doing marketing in road trip markets. But what we're looking at with that is not inviting people from large metro areas like we were before. Right. So instead of, say, doing some target marketing in Atlanta, we're looking at some of those smaller rural areas outside of there, like Dahlonega or Gainesville, right. um, and inviting those people and a whole whole different traveler that maybe hasn't found out about us before. That's interesting. So what has been the response to that? It's been great. We've seen we've we've actually seen those areas become what we're looking at our website. Um, we're tracking based on the insights that we're getting from those social media buys in terms of who's looking at it. And we're seeing some great response and we're hearing from all of our hotels that bookings are back up and they are seeing more of those markets of people. Um, so so far, we seem to be in a in a good state in recovering. Um, we do have a multi-phase marketing plan in place. And so we're just staying in that first phase of the road trip market and just continuing to monitor all of the um, insights on the back end that we get from that, all of the measurements that we have so that we can change it if we need to, as it goes on. So we know it's improving Mm -hmm. uh, because you said April down 60%. 
uh, now July 20%. And so people are, are traveling and maybe staying overnight. The, the status and forecast, do you have anything in mind what it might look like? So we're hoping that continues. Um, we are working with the State Department of Tourist Development, and we were lucky enough to announce this week that the CARES Act dollars that were awarded to the state of Tennessee, um, the governor announced a few weeks ago that $25 million of those would be going directly to the Tennessee Department of Tourist Development for recovery marketing. And then Commissioner Azell, who is the Tennessee Department of Tourist mm-hmm. Development um, commissioner, he is also leading the Economic Recovery Group. Okay. And he said that he wanted $15 million of that to go directly to DMOs, which are the destination marketing organizations. So for all 95 counties, whether it's a chamber or a visitor's bureau, whoever's the, that county's destination marketing organization um, will receive funding. And it's based on your tourism expenditures from the previous years and how much visitors spent. So. Okay we were able to be awarded a grant of $106,317. Wow. So that's more than what we actually have for a year to in our marketing budget. Right. Um, but it all has to be spent for recovery marketing. So it has to show safe travel messaging. Um, it can be utilized for mask wearing campaigns. Um, we're still learning all those parameters of what is eligible, but it is a uh, fully reimbursable um, grant that we're very excited about. Uh, it's going to put a lot more work on us because uh, it has to actually be uh, utilized and applied for by November 2nd. And all product and service and marketing has to be complete by December 30th. That's pretty quick. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, so it'll be a, a very quick process. Um, we're working with uh, the State Department of Tourist Development doing weekly webinars and learning how we can be as efficient and effective as possible because we want to make sure there's a lot of strategy behind it. Um, and so we're going to be targeting uh, some some different folks that we probably haven't before looking at how we can also pitch that to travel journalists and um, have them to hopefully cover us for the next year and, and earn media and be able to get as much reach out of it as possible long term and it not just be through that December 30th date. Wow. OK. Good information. Good news on the grant. Uh, we got one more segment left. When we come back. You're good for one more, right? Sure. OK. All right. This is Trending and Ben Rogers. I'll be back with Molly Brown in just a moment. Welcome back. This is Ben Rogers and you're listening to Trending. This is the last segment and I'm a little bit sad about it because I've learned a lot from Molly Brown, the executive director of the Putnam Cookville Visitors Bureau. She's done a lot of good work. Uh, she's done a lot of it kind of without a staff, but that's going to change. We talked about. So that's mm-hmm. good. We were talking about how you market and, and how you get the word out about Cookville. And we talked about the logo and why Cookville was in it. Um, and, we, and, of course, we left with talking about COVID and everything it's done to our community. We're bouncing back, it seems. And one thing we haven't addressed, really, is, you know, you're doing work and, and, and we, we need the tourists to come. But how can our businesses here help in those recovery efforts? Yes. So year round, we we want people locally to be as welcoming as possible and appreciate when guests are coming to visit because ultimately it's helping you to save in tax relief. Um, you know, I, I used to work in Franklin and we always joke that anybody who lives in Franklin works in tourism just because everybody there is so welcoming and loves their community and right. sees it as a tourism destination. Sure. So we definitely want people to, to be welcoming of our guests, but um, we, we're really trying to abide by everything with the Tennessee Pledge, um, wearing masks, social distancing, hand sanitizers, things like that, um, to be able to not only be a safer community, but to be perceived as that. So if people can, uh, businesses can do that, and that really helps us to be able to market a safe community to those coming to visit. So, and that, and that's good information, and that might lead into, it might be the same answer, but 
you know, how about our citizens? How can they help? Uh, other than volunteering for like Blue Cross Bow and volunteering for these events, what can our citizens do to help with the tourism and help your office and what you do? Well, we actually have volunteer opportunities year round. So okay. um, we're actually going to be calling this the Bear Brigade. Um, it's going to be our it's going to be kind of like street team or ambassadors for the Visitors Bureau, just so we have like a database of locals who can help us to welcome guests or help us with tasks that we have for events coming up or um, even as simple as lead fulfillment because we're getting and what we call leads are when people request visitor guides um, and we're continuing to get more and more and more of those coming into our website um, as well as other ways you know people are requesting uh, for visitor guides so even if as simple as helping us to fulfill that stuff so if anybody wanted to sign up for the bear brigade they can send an email to info at visit cookvilletn.com okay. and just note volunteering in okay. the subject line okay that's good information um one thing i was going to ask you but i don't think i have to now because i'm pretty sure i understand is one of the things i was going to say how do how do people and really businesses reach out to you for assistance but it sounds like to me you're reaching out to them already we try to um during this whole covid season as we're calling it um we have established a facebook page for hospitality partners and that's one place where we're sharing a lot of resources but Um, we we would love to have more people on there. So what we define as a hospitality partner is anybody who interfaces with a guest. I think a lot of people think hospitality partner and they instantly think it's a hotel or um, a restaurant. It can be anybody from uh, a gas station, you know, who people are stopping and and getting gas and and buying product and whatnot and picking up something to drink. They're investing in our community. Um, So, it, any of those folks, uh, if you're a retailer, if you have a, a shop or a boutique or anybody who's interfacing with guests can go on there and um, they just have to answer a couple of questions to show what their business is. And that way we can help them to to be able to get more information and resources. And then we can also, if anybody has more that they need or wants to talk more, they can email me. Email okay. right now is the best way to reach me because okay. we're working remotely. So um, at mbrown at visitcookvilletn.com. Okay, good. So everybody, if you heard that, uh, you can reach out. She's very open and very personable, so she's she's <laughs> easy to talk to. So you're not getting out of here b- before we talk about you. Oh, and gosh. and I, I know some people just, they're so humble and meek, they don't like talking about themselves, but it's a requirement to be here because – Obviously, the passion you have for what you're doing now um, is genuine, and it it shows in your words and your thoughts and your actions. And so, I want our people to know why did you choose this path, and, and where where did you get your experience from, and and what made you? You're from Jamestown. I am, and I'm actually from more like the Allert Tinchtown area okay. for those who really know Fentress County. Um, so I was born and raised there. My dad's from that area. My mom's from Clark Range. Um, so I know the farming side of things, the logging side of things. My dad's a logger, so I definitely was brought up to work hard. Um, my mom worked for Walmart and retired from there a couple of years ago, and she's totally lost now because she worked so hard there. She's like, I don't know what to do with myself sure. now. Um, so definitely a Fentress County girl. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just talking earlier about Highland Manor Winery and the Sawbriar right. and all the growth there, and, yep. and I grew up not far from there, so – um, I got into tourism in 2005. I was going to MTSU, and uh, I know I'm not allowed to say that very loudly around here. <laughs> That's okay. Um, but uh, I had my, my bachelor's degree from there in um, sociology and psychology okay. with a, a minor, another minor in social welfare. 
Um, I really don't know what I was going to do with that, but I do use it all the time because right. all the tourism and chamber work and this industry is really all relationship building. Sure. And um, so I do utilize that. And then I was working on my master's in administration and supervision. And my stipend was ending for the summer for my graduate assistantship. And I got a job at a bed and breakfast, just a part-time job. I didn't even know what I was applying for. Right. And I loved it. I, um, the historic district, the the sharing and traveling with people through their travels, just hearing their stories and building those relationships and having repeat guests. And I just fell in love with it. And um, when my innkeeper, I eventually became an innkeeper there. Really? And I, so I was the nighttime innkeeper and would check the guests in, which was the most fun part to right. have. Um, and so from there, the innkeepers that actually owned the property decided to officially retire. And we, we joked that they kicked us out of the nest because we were all going to like, we were just going to work here forever. <laughs> right. Um, and so uh, from there, I actually went to um, Omore College in Franklin, got mm-hmm. into communications by chance there. Um, and uh, of course, that was about the time that um, everything kind of crashed back in 2008, right. 2009. And so my department was completely cut. And so I um, ended up at the Rutherford County Chamber of Commerce. Okay. And I didn't even know what a chamber did at that point. Right. But I knew that tourism was related somehow. Right. And so uh, that's from there. I kind of just ended up kind of hopping around from there to I knew I wanted to come back home. And so um, what's funny is George Halford, who uh, our president and CEO that recently retired, my president and CEO at Rutherford County, he originally hired him for his first chamber job. Okay. So it's all about those relationships. Mm-hmm. So I came here and, and uh, was looking for a job and went in and met with George and he called Paul Latour and Paul said, hire her. Yeah. <laughs> and George loves telling that story. So. But you spent some time at the state. I did. So that was in 2012 that I came on and work, started working for, with the chamber here. I did communications as well as Visitors Bureau. We were right. we were not quite as departmentalized then. Sure. So to see how our organization has evolved has been incredible. Um, so I was able to um, build relationships through that with some, some of the state partners and regional partners. And the uh, PR director for the state approached me at one of our conferences and asked if I would apply for the PR media manager position. And I told her I wasn't looking for right. anything because I, I just I'd started so many projects here and like where we were really getting a lot of momentum. And um, she she just kept pushing and she was like, by the end of the conference, she was like, just at least just consider it. And so I had somebody great in the pipeline um, that could take over. And I was like, I can't really. I talked with George about it and he was like, you can't pass it up. Right. So I knew I would eventually come back. So I basically went there for tourism marketing college. And sure. uh, I was there for about a year and a half, served as the PR media manager. Um, I did press conferences with the governor, announced economic impact numbers with him um, and organized those press conferences with him and Commissioner uh, Kevin Triplett at the time and um, worked on some amazing projects. Right. You know, We were talking earlier, I got to do a project with Garth and yeah. Uh, there was a project that we got to do with Peter Greenberg and Dolly Parton, and wow. you know those connections and experiences that you know you just can't you can't make those up. And right. so, um, I, Zach Ledbetter, who was working for Tech Athletics, um, sorry Mark Wilson, I know we keep we've we've stolen so many of his people, um, but they they really that's like an incubator for us yeah. over there. They're so great. They've yep. got so much great people over there. So we. Uh, we still Zach Ledbetter, and he took my position. And then he uh, caught, he messaged me one morning, and he said, "Would you ever consider coming back?" And I had I'd been in the Upper Cumberland with a bunch of travel journalists, and it had made me so homesick. Right. And I was like, "Man, I'm I feel like I'm starting to get ready to come home." Sure. And it was about that same time he messaged me, and nice. so 
I was like, well, we could talk about it. So it was a Friday morning, and I was coming back to Cookville that evening. And so we went to Cinco Amigos. Yep. And the next thing I knew, they were putting chairs up around us. We started brainstorming all of these ideas of how we could be a a visitors bureau team and i put my notice in that monday and i've been back ever since well good and and so that's that's some of the best uh times is when you meet and and brainstorming next thing you know everything's closing around you and you don't realize where the times went you get a lot done you get a lot accomplished but you also build relationships yes and you know what you can do and what each other can do so that's what i'm going to tell you we're glad to have you back well i love it and um, obviously it's I have a passion for this region as well as this industry. So I think there's so much, so much opportunity here and a rising tide lifts all boats and the upper Cumberland is one of the best places to be. Well, don't hesitate to ask for anything that you need. Uh, I'm grateful for you and what you do and and appreciate that. We're running out of time, folks. Uh, We will have her back. I promise at some point we'll have her back and try to figure out if we got through the COVID or not and how it impacted but we'll have her back molly thank you for being here thank you so much i appreciate it you're welcome you're awesome and we we appreciate you in this role as well as as our county commission chair thank you i appreciate that you've been listening to trending uh i'll just leave you with one thing folks be kind to one another that's all i'm asking if we can be kind to each other i promise you our problems will be minimum uh just love on each other and be kind and help each other hope you have a great weekend we'll see you next week this has been trending ben rogers and my guest has been molly brown thank her so much and good luck to you and everything so we'll see you Thank you. Have a good weekend, everyone.